1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's a cute little one for your Monday morning Judah and the lion. Take it all back. Jordan Silver and friends. 96.5 The Buzz. Chris, you're back. Yeah. Yeah, I missed you. I missed you too, Jordan. Uh, you do a lot of work. Yeah, you yeah. realized that when I was gone for, yeah. on Friday? Yes, you do a lot of work. And doing your work on top of my work was a lot of work. Hmm. So besides the fact that I missed you, I'm glad that you're back. I mean, how was your three-day weekend? That's pretty nice to get an extra day off.
3: Really, Jordan? Yeah. I was at my great uncle's funeral.
2: Where was that? Up in northern Iowa. Okay, but at least, you know, you got to get out of town. That always feels really good, right? Yeah, to go to
3: your great uncle's funeral is a great reason to get out of town.
2: But, I mean, you got to see your family when you were up there,
3: right? And they were all crying at my great uncle's funeral.
2: Really making it hard to be positive here, Chris. Hmm. this had to be the first time your daughter got to meet your extended family there. One positive in this whole thing.
3: And because of COVID, she hasn't met anybody yet and cried every time someone approached her. So, yeah. Jordan, what did you do this weekend?
2: My friend's family rented out a water park and
0: let me go <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. 69 on 96.5
2: the bus. You know what's a great feeling, and I get it a lot here in Kansas City, is that feeling when you connect with someone on a deeper level.
3: You feel like you've been best friends for 50 years, but you met that night?
2: Yeah. Maybe your souls were floating around in different lifetimes together, and you just needed to meet each other in this lifetime. I know exactly what you're talking about. I had that with my Uber driver on Friday. Excuse me? Yeah, my Uber driver. Our souls have been waiting to meet each other. This
3: Uber driver, you had a deep and intellectual conversation with this person?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picked me up at Hamburger Mary's after the drag show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we talked about spatial reasoning. What? Which is the math that creates the most amount of space in an establishment while social distancing.
3: Uh, could you explain that to me like I was Five.
2: No, I have no idea what. <laughs> it was just a great conversation. Oh, but well, you have no, no idea what he was I, actually talking spatial about. Spatial reasoning is math. you think that I would know? It was just nice to connect with somebody on a deeper level. I was like, yes, I see I see what you mean, but my brain can't comprehend it. Well, that. you have no idea what he was
3: talking about. How can you connect with
2: him? I appreciated the fact that he picked me up at Hamburger Mary's after a drag show and goes, this bitch, I'm going to talk with her about spatial reasoning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> holiday we're digging deep into history because we're all a
2: bunch of nerds and bringing you on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends. It is Monday, June 22nd, and two days into summer, finally. look good. Do you, does it feel like summer to you? Uh,
3: I feel we've been here for a, a little while already. But yeah,
2: when it hits 103, feels like 103. <laughs> that's when summer really starts. Yeah. All right, Chris, you've got On This Day in History, and uh, let us know what happened on this day in 2015.
3: Well, on the Bachelorette, they go to Dublin where the cranberries make an appearance, and here's how the bachelor introduced them there's a path led by candles that leads up
2: to a band. I <laughs> what if that was a band you hated? I mean, you, you've
3: got to say you like them, right? Do you?
2: If, like, you hear somebody strumming an acoustic guitar and you can't make out what band it is, and then you're walking up, and then all of a sudden it's, like, somebody that you
3: really Let's do like. a redo
2: here. New band. We need a new band. New band.
3: All right. On this day in 2009, the Kodak Company... Announced their discontinuing Kodachrome color film after 74 years. And here is the last man who developed Kodachrome. Here's what he had to say. Now in an age where everyone's phone takes pictures and you can take as many pictures as you want, you know, I'm concerned that part of the magic of photography, part of
2: what made it special to people, has been lost. Do you agree or disagree with that?
3: I kind of agree. (gasps) And I appreciate that we all can each take millions of photos digitally and there's been more photographs than ever in the history of the world, but the uniqueness and specialty of photography does seem to have kind of fluttered with the wind.
2: No, you leave that to the photographers. And now you can know, because back in the day, kids, back in the day, you used to have your camera, you'd take like 30 whatever shots, and you didn't know until after you paid for the pictures. And you know... That the kid that worked at the photo-developing place in the grocery store saw your pictures. You wouldn't know if it was a bad photo until a very long process. I dig it. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> I dig it because it's like, all right, that is the worst photo of me ever. Good. We didn't have to waste any time. Just delete that or I'll kill you. You know, we take a, po- a podcast photo. Oh, of course. Every single po-
3: photo. <laughs> Imagine if we had to get that developed before we could post it. Mm-mm. On this day in 2001, The Fast and the Furious was released in theaters. Here's a summary of that
0: movie. What the hell is that all about? A business deal that went sour. Plus, I made the mistake of sleeping with his sister.
2: I loved that movie. Did you ever see it in theaters?
3: In theaters, no. Okay. I don't have the energy to go to that many sequels of movies.
2: You're right. I looked it up. Fourteen. What? No, there's 14, not. According to Google, there are 14 Fast <laughs> and the movies. That's a
3: little ridiculous. Right?
2: It's like how many Saw movies there are.
3: Mm. I'm going to in 1998, the 75th National Marbles Tournament begins today.
2: I mm. looked that up. That's exactly what you think it is. It's a marbles tournament.
3: Where do they toss marbles? Yep.
2: All the way up until 1998.
3: Fun. On this day in 1990, Florida passes a law prohibiting thong bathing suits because people are not wanting to see such provocative imagery.
2: This was for men and women because I looked this up. But the ordinance also gets very specific about the bikini tops for females mm-hmm. and says that women may not expose their nipples or areolas. <laughs> What kind of bathing suits they wear in Florida before on this day in 1990? (laughs) I want to see some pictures.
3: Yes, send them in. Are they
2: clear? I don't get it. On this
3: day in 1969, the Cuyahoga River catches fire? (laughs) What? Drawing attention to pollution and passing of the Clean Water Act and the EPA. But it did end on a positive note.
0: Almost 50 years later gives us the story of a river that went from absolute worst to absolute first.
3: It was the most polluted river in the world, and now one of the best, cleanest rivers.
2: If that river can do that, maybe maybe I need a makeover. What kind of makeover? I don't know. If it can take the most polluted river and turn it into something clean... I want to meet those people. It took 50 years. I got time. Okay. I got time. (laughs)
3: On this day in local history in 1958, a baseball game between the Kansas City A's and the Red Sox is delayed 29 minutes because of a little twister.
2: The stadium that that was played in, Municipal Stadium, is in my KC Then and Now book. Yeah. It was a stadium. Demolished in 76, and now it's just grass. And Jackie Robinson played there. We need to go there. That's pretty sweet. I want to stand in the same spot as Jackie Robinson. There's probably like a house or something there now, but it's crazy. Hmm.
3: On this day in local history, 1957, Kansas City stops using its streetcars, puts them away and sells them, and then spends some billions of dollars to bring them back.
2: The very many different later. different streetcars I mean, that they true. brought that's back. That's true. That's true. It's funny. There's some tracks before my entrance to 35 South mm-hmm. downtown, and I never stop on train tracks. I never do. Seen mm-hmm. too many movies. I've got too much bad luck. I never stop on train yeah. tracks. So I remember slamming on my brakes right when I moved here. Mm-hmm. I was not going to stop on these train tracks. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and there was like a cement block on one side and a cement block on the other, and I looked down and I was like, wow, these train tracks haven't been used in hundreds of years. Still didn't stop on them, though. You don't want that bad luck.
3: You never know what kind of ghost train will come and demolish you. That's right. On this day, 1955 The Lady and the Tramp premieres in theaters. Here's what that movie's about.
4: It's his happiest
3: motion picture about dogs. The world of dogs about dogs. Different. It's a movie about dogs.
2: You've seen that. Lady and the Tramp. No. You've never seen, I've Lady, and the seen Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. So if I were to talk about the iconic spaghetti scene. I
3: know what you're talking about, the, the kissing, the eating of the noodles together, and then the smooshing at the end. Yeah.
2: But that's it. By the way, doesn't work in real life. You tried it. Mm-hmm. With who? Too many people for me to mention right now. All um, right. I also did push my Meatball over to her plate with my nose. That ended the date real fast. I was like, it's the Lady in the Tramps. Come on. Be creative. Oh, no, 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 no. This... I still do that with meatballs. Something's wrong with me. Sorry, continue. It's okay. Is it?
3: Cora does too. My daughter. Your... She, she also daughter... plays with meatballs. <laughs> Your daughter's eight months old. Yeah. I'm 38 years old. <laughs> on this day in 1942, the Pledge of Allegiance... Is formally adopted by Congress. Here's a 1942 government film that starts with the children reciting the pledge as it is, and I did not edit this. Okay. Did you notice anything missing? Yeah, the under God part. Mm-hmm. When did that get added? That was added uh, a little bit later after the World War II.
2: Oh, yeah. that sounded weird. Right? Yeah.
3: Because you, you expect it to come and then it it doesn't. It sounds like I took it out, but I didn't. That's how it was in the government film.
2: And also, all those voices of those little kids, they're all probably dead now. Uh,
3: yeah, probably. They've been cremated or buried. Okay. Unofficial holiday. Yeah, card. please. It is Be Kinder Day because there's a little girl, Billy Kinder, was a horse racer, and she died when she was at a young age, but she always wanted to, she was remembered for being very kind and just impacting the importance of being kind, so her mother started a
2: holiday to be kinder to people on this day. I wonder if her horse was named Be Kinder. Listen, the Belmont Stakes. <sighs> And the other horse thing were on this weekend. And um, I watched them and I had no idea what's going on. And I want to talk about that a little bit later.
3: So she's going to name the ho- the holiday after the horse that killed her daughter.
2: What? Did the horse trample her? Yes. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. I guess I left that part
2: out. You did. All right. Move well, on let's to something continue. else.
3: <laughs> it's Onion Rings Day. I love those. Do you? Mm-hmm. I love taking the onions out, eating the breading delicious
2: you don't like onions no even when they're battered that way they don't even they're not even onions anymore they're just like this slimy goo i know but unless they're super thin i just
3: plop the onion out throw it against the wall and just eat the little breading that's so good
2: i'd kill you if you did that at my (laughs) restaurant Uh, i've
3: got a question for you jordan yeah where's blanche Hopefully
2: at home, sleeping. Why? It is Take Your Cat to Work Day. No, it's not.
3: It is. June 22nd is Take Your Cat to Work Day. I'm very disappointed that Blanche is not
2: here in the studio with us. Me too. I didn't know this. You should have texted me or something. I would have brought him. Would you have? Yeah. Yeah, we could do our I Am Siamese, if you please, duet that we do from Lady in the Tramp. We could do that. Yes, that's what we do. It's really... You and your cat? Yeah. Do a duet? Yes, of course. He's a really good singer. He's a better harmonizer than I am. Oh my god, I'm so lonely.
0: You never know when that info will come in handy, like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was on this day in history with Jordan Silver in France on the bus.
2: All right, Christopher, you are our car guy, mm-hmm. and when I found out there were 14 Fast and Furious movies. I wanted to know if you could name, I don't know, four of them, five of them? How many of these can you name? I could, I I might might be able to list
3: a few of them off.
2: Okay, cool. Well, then let's do it.
3: Okay, let's start with the first one. Okay. The Fast and the Furious. Yep. Then it was Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yep. Then it was just Fast and Furious. And then five was Fast Five.
2: (laughs) That is correct, yes. Uh...
3: Was it six? Was Fast
2: and Furious six? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. This makes me want to die because I don't know how you are with files and stuff, mm-hmm. file names. I'm very clean. Yeah. Looking at this list of the 14 Fast and the Furious movies, <laughs> these people, there is no consistency Ooh. with the naming.
3: No, not at all. Because I believe there's... F9? Yep, F9. And then r- The Fate of the Furious? Yep, that was a Fast and the Furious oh movie. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, f- then they're like Fast
2: 7 or... F- it's- That's where it starts getting weird. Fast and the Furious, Better Luck Tomorrow. What? Too Fast, Too Furious, The Turbocharged Prelude. Oh my goodness. Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious 4, Lost... I'm not good at Spanish <laughs> even though I am half Spanish. Then we go to Fast 5... Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, The Fate of the Furious. Fast and Furious presents Hobbes and Shaw. No. F9? No. Fast and Furious 10.
3: Oh.
2: And somehow that equals 14. One, two, three. Yeah, that doesn't make sense.
3: They got lazy at the end. F9? F9.
2: Well, let's just name them the same damn thing. That makes my teeth hurt.
0: Silver it, friends, news
3: on 96.5 the buzz. Kurt Cobain's MTV's unplugged guitar just sold at auction to an Australian businessman for six million dollars. The new owner said he was going to use a guitar to support artists and doesn't intend to hold on to for doesn't intend to hold on to it forever. And you know what else would support artists? Uh, six million dollars. Authorities have arrested a Missouri man after... Oh, my
2: God. Did we move on to a new story, too? (laughs) Drop the mic. Go ahead. You're right. Authorities
3: have arrested a Missouri man after he attempted to swim down a river after fleeing a traffic stop. (laughs) The sheriff's office said the man drove through a hayfield, bitched his car before he attempted to swim down the river. But that did not work. He did get caught. The officer said this is not the first time someone has attempted to escape floating down the river. It has happened multiple times before
2: what city is this in
3: this is in uh southern missouri near joplin
2: (laughs) that's almost as bad as when you blame the drunk driving on your dog my dog was driving yeah that was it that's why the dog that's why the car was swerving shut up liar
3: and the first day of fireworks sales in Missouri was this weekend on Saturday. Ah, yes. Gene McClung, owner of Big Mac's Fireworks Independence. You love that place, don't you? I sure do. They got a boom-boom room. Yes, Said they do. Said they have the biggest opening ever. If you are in Kansas, you have to wait until this Saturday to buy fireworks. <clears throat> unless
2: you want to go to Big Mac's Fireworks Independence. You're not getting paid by Big Mac's, by the way. <laughs> but you love it there. I sure That's do. That's where you bought all those fireworks that you shot off for I, us last year. I did. It was beautiful. He almost killed us. Just once. That's a risk of fireworks. Your brother was like... (laughs) It was so hot and muggy when we (laughs) shot off the fireworks. Your brother's like, I want to go inside and play on the internet. I was like, I'm so with you, Sam. (laughs) Let's go. Uh,
3: I love you. Space Perspective unveiled that they are working on a little space balloon called Spaceship Neptune that aims to carry passengers into outer space for a six-hour joyride. You get, uh, it's going to cost you
2: $125,000. That's the same as a ticket on SpaceX. And this is a balloon. And that is a spaceship. Are you kidding me?
3: I uh, I think the balloonicles would be cool because you got the, the the slow rise into space. You get to see the entire world and Earth. And then you are just in, floating in space. Who
2: the hell would want to do that part slow? You just watch everything slowly disappear. Hell no. I'm with the spaceships where they're so powerful, they have extra rockets that just blast them off more when they're like a third of the way there.
3: Oh, that'll make me vomit. Get me to
2: outer space first. I don't care about how pretty it is on the way, on the trip.
3: Okay. But you've got time to save up because it'll be several years before it's ready.
2: 125000 Yep. Huh. Charge it. Charge it? Charge it. You're right. Because if you were to come back from space... Like, hey, uh, you owe us $125,000. I'd be like, okay, I'll pay you in time. But not right now. I'm still, like, living with what space looked like. That would change you. God, do you think we'll be able to do that in our lifetime? I better. It's the next thing I'm... It's on the top of my list yeah, of things Yeah, Cora's to do.
3: education fund is now my space fund.
2: No, you can't do that. Why not? That is your daughter, and you cannot frivolously spend her college fund on taking a balloon to space, Chris. But life experience would be worthwhile. Are you bringing her? Uh then I'll be like 250. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry.
0: your wife's just going to sit here down there. That's Chris. Jordan Silver on the bus.
2: Chris, you just took a long trip? Did sure did. You just told me where you went off air and I forgot already. It was Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa. How yeah. long of a drive is that total? 6 hours Ooh.
3: to get there. What car did you take? We took my wife's nice car. Okay, good. So. <laughs> the Volvo doesn't leave the city
2: yeah what year is it 89 that's right still chugging along we had bad luck growing up too with cars that we would take on road trips yeah what would yeah. happen anything that could possibly happen the least most expected thing at one point, one trip we took family trip it was the first one in like four years, mm-hmm. and something unhooked and started digging into the tire Wait, what? digging a, like a hole around the tire. That's not good. I know the tire was rubbing into it and it was doing <laughs> that's one of a trillion things which' just bad luck car people and uh, jeez there's nothing like I don't know, do do you automatically panic when any lights come on in your car that are warning lights?
3: I mean, technically there's the red triangle on the dash right now because I need an oil change. But no?
2: Other than that? Other than that, no. Oh, God. (sighs) This morning. Waiting to get on 35. Yeah. And all of a sudden, well, my check engine light comes on. And I freaked oh, out. No. I panicked. My tongue went numb. Mm-hmm. Scared the hell out of me. Did it, did it flash or did it just come on? It came on for a second. It went back off then? And then it went back off. But I had already panicked and everything and I had like gone through all the feelings and stuff. Oh, no. It's, just, it's a flashback to when I had that stupid Porsche... That was so expensive. Anytime that light would go on, it would be like two grand.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, so it should be a a money sign with going in the trash.
2: Exactly. It should just automatically deplete your bank account. I guess maybe because you know how to fix stuff. Is that why you don't really care that much if your engine lights go on?
3: Well, this is the reason why I bought the most reliable vehicle ever. So when I accidentally go 3,000 miles past the oil change date, it's not an issue.
2: You ever silently judge people when you hop in their car for the first time and their check engine light is on all the time
0: follow the show instagram.com slash jordan silver jordan with an i
2: chris have you ever been to an auction oh i love auctions like an antique auction or like a horse cattle
3: horse cattle uh i've been i've been to antique auctions can't say i've ever been
2: to a cattle auction Thank you for saving me there, as opposed to making fun of me. I appreciate it. I am not as country as I wish I were. Can you do an impression of an auctioneer? Uh,
3: That's really good. Yeah, kind of.
2: That's English, right? Uh, I think so. I don't even know what they're saying, all those words in there. I know each kind of auctioneer has
3: their own little phrase or saying, but is there's actually an auctioneer school you can go to.
2: I, you'd have to be very good at being able to do that.
3: Yeah, you gotta be able to enunciate and clearly say your words because it's a
2: blah, 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 blah. I bet they're good rappers. That the auctioneer rappers. Hilarious. <gasps> Damn they... it. We keep having these ideas on the radio. People right? are gonna take mm. Kansas City. Well, That's English that sounds like English, but I don't understand. And this weekend, a huge sporting event happened. I decided just to keep an eye on it. The announcer was speaking English, but I have no idea what he was saying at all. Do you know anything about horse racing? I know absolutely nothing about horse racing, Jordan. (laughs) I thought if you knew English, you could understand everything spoken in English. You can't? No. On Friday, I had the T V on while I was doing some stuff and it was the Belmont Stakes, which is a horse thing mm-hmm. and not and stakes is not like the food. When you first said you watched the Belmont Stakes, I like, go, oh, they got a cooking competition. Right. Sounds like it, right? Nope. I know a little bit about horse racing. Yeah. There's some big events that are coming up. You that's what you know about horse racing? Well, yeah. Well
3: there's the the Traverse Stakes, August 29th. Then we have the Kentucky Derby. That's a big one. Which is September 5th. Okay. And then we have the Preakness. Yes. Which is October 3rd.
2: Okay. Something is called the Triple Crown, and I don't know what the hell that is because you just named four. If, if you win all the three
3: races, then you get the Triple Crown. And if you win all four races, then you're the Superfecta.
2: Ooh, nice. Right? That's a nice Ooh, look at that. Horse racing has been around for a very long time. It has. And they have their own language. I want you to hear this. I Ooh. grabbed a couple pieces of audio from okay. the pre-show of the Belmont Stakes.
4: The Kentucky Derby pretty much in the rearview mirror, at least for most of us. And we'll turn our attention to the Preakness and a field of 13. An interesting race, mostly new shooters.
2: From that, all right, mm-hmm. I could kind of maybe understand that there's 13 are the number of the horses, and the shooters are another nickname for horses. Mm-hmm. New right. ones, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a bunch of new people, because they've got, besides the fact that horse racing is very confusing, and they speak very fast, they also, all the horses have weird names.
3: Yes, they do. the the winner of the Belmont was Tis the Law, followed by Dr. Post Max Player, pneumatic. My favorite. Tap it to win. Sol Valente, modernist. Farmington Road,
2: and four left. I swear there was one called like Skanky Whore. <laughs> I swear there was. I, I swear. I, I don't think the etiquette in horse racing allows for Skanky Whore. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a race called. I mean, there was a horse called Skanky Whore. Because I was like, is that what that guy just said? Did some one of these rich people name their horse Skanky Whore? <laughs> Anyway, here's another little bit of audio. It starts to get really just, what the hell is this guy talking about?
4: The Preakness Field of 13. Let's take a look at the field slate. Now, the draw is really pretty much inconsequential in this race, considering they start the race effectively at the top of the stretch.
0: What the hell did he just say? <laughs>
4: <laughs> they started at the top of the stretch? Is that the track?
2: I don't know. This is not English, but it's
4: English. Two of the horses, I should say, from the Derby are the first and second choices on the morning line. Let's take a look at that controversial final 3 Ace of the Kentucky Derby. I'm telling
2: you, man, what the hell did that guy just say? What's a 3 ace? I don't know. And, I mean, I could look it up, sure, and I'm sure there are people listening to the show right now that are like, I race horses and I know exactly what you're talking about. But this is for everyone else who just turned on the TV to have some... Other amount of humans in your apartment and then was just like is this English here's another clip from the Belmont
4: stakes this weekend what's this guy saying obviously Bodie Express who comes back was severely interfered with and actually had some run late in the stretch but it was war of will who came out to make his rally and he was badly impeded along with Bodie Express and the hot toddy horse long-range toddy is that guy on cocaine more than likely
2: okay here and just to prove my point, I have broken down what this guy says next, okay?
4: Really? All right, I'll Let's play go. the audio for you first. And with extra distance, even though it's 16th mile less than the Derby, I don't really want my tickets especially at a shorter price.
2: All right, you want to know what that guy said? Yep. <laughs> According to my own ears. And with extra distance, even though it's a 16th mile less than the Derby, that makes sense. I don't really want my tickets
4: especially to shorter price. And with extra distance, even though it's 16th mile less than Derby, I don't really want my tickets especially at a shorter price.
2: What the hell does what is that a, mean? What's a shorter price? What's, I don't really want my tickets especially to shorter price.
4: Now, improbable got a terrific ride from Irad Ortiz, an absolutely perfect trip to the Kentucky Derby. But distance has always been the question for him, being a son of City Zip. And he got that perfect <laughs> trip in the Derby. And yeah, even... He may get Mike Smith for this race, and obviously Mike Smith, the great rider. So is Irad Ortiz, and Mike cannot ride this horse better than Irad did in the Kentucky Derby, and I just don't think he finished.
0: What, <laughs> did the horse not make it? <laughs> That's all I get from this. Jordan Silver on the bus. It's
2: English, but it's not English. Talking about... <laughs> Horse, I mean, I understand dog shows. I like dog shows. Mm-hmm. I understand hockey and basketball, and I don't know, I've never been to a rodeo well, yet.
3: they're a little slower pace than that of the horse racing. Yeah,
2: because this is what the horse racing announcers sound like during the pre-show, and I'm telling
4: you, what did this guy just say? And with extra distance, even though it's 16th mile less than the Derby, I don't really want my tickets especially at a shorter price. I can't even fathom what that would be.
2: Right, and the other thing is, a lot of the horses have funny names, mm-hmm. or they all have somewhat funny names. So you don't know if they're talking about a horse or a situation. It's just—it's <laughs> uh, crazy. Or some slang term. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I swear to you, what were the names of the horses that were running the? Tis the law. Dr. Post, Max Player, Pneumatic,
3: Tappa to win Sol Volante, Modernist, Farming Road, and Four Left. Those are
2: boring. I swear to you, Skanky Horse was one. I'm... I'm, I don't think so, but maybe. (laughs) Anyway, so, those are okay names, but I think we could do better. So, I wanted to, right here, don't ask where I'm getting these names from, because I tried a horse name generator and it was boring, so I picked something else. I want to name all... I wanna name a horse for each member of the staff on air here at the buzz. Oh, okay. All right, ready? Let's go. Let's go. Give me a name. Somebody that works here. Jeremy. Jeremy. All right. Jeremy's horse name is Profound Overlord. Okay.
3: We're gonna tell that one to her?
2: Yeah. Give me another name. Perfect.
3: Let's Slim Fast.
2: Slim fast. Slim Fast Horse's name is Fearless Leader. Ooh. Ooh, these are, Those are... not as scandalous as I <laughs> thought they were going to be. Let's keep going. Hartzell. All right. Boop, boop, boop. Amazing Lover. Okay. Let's move on. Meredith. Yeah. Thunderous Prophet.
3: <laughs> the sound's accurate. How else do me, Chris?
2: All right. Err. Or... Fearless Specialist is the name of your horse. Okay, and you, Jordan?
3: What? What? What?
2: This is not the first time this has come up, Christopher. It says Unlucky Warlock. No, remember y- that? No, it doesn't. Yes, this is the Wu Tang <laughs> name generator. Unlucky uh, Warlock. is the last one, one, right? Yep. Dynamic Mercenary. Hmm. What does that even mean? Sounds like a horse name. Did you notice that all of those are positive? Fearless specialist, lord over person, thunderous prophet, and mine was unlucky warlock. I can't win. I feel like Rodney Dangerfield. I can't get no respect.
0: (laughs) Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz.
3: Recap of the 7 o'clock news. Kurt Cobain's MTV's unplugged guitar sold for six million dollars. A reser- reser- rural Missouri man floats- that's a hard word. Rural <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> floats down the river in attempt to flee at traffic stop, and it doesn't work. <laughs> Fireworks started sailing in Missouri this weekend, and you can now go to space in
2: a balloon if you got a couple hundred thousand dollars. Same same price as SpaceX, by the way. That's your enclosed in a ship. Anyway, what's going on for the 8 o'clock news, Chris?
3: Well, a northeastern Siberian town is trending because for the first time ever, its thermostat read over 100 degrees. As an Arctic city, this would be the most northern 100-degree reading ever.
2: (laughs) Global warming, huh? A little bit. Not a thing, huh? Arctic, it's 100 degrees in the Arctic Arctic. right now.
3: That's going to melt some ice. (sighs)
2: Keep going. What's if up? We could
3: take some lessons from South Korea, where venues were able to continue to operate during the pandemic. The test case in South Korea included audience members walking through a light mist of disinfectant,
2: and venue bosses around the globe might be implementing that to help get concerts back up and going. We already got that. You go to see 311 at Providence. Yeah, you're walking through a light mist of marijuana <laughs> smoke.
3: Uh, And a 97-year-old World War II veteran died in March, and that's when his family discovered he had some good stuff in his attic. What kind? It turned out to be uh, baseball cards, which included six Babe Ruth baseball cards from the 1930s in pristine condition and autographed... Don't say Honus Wagner. ...by the great Mambino himself. The collection also included, like, Lou Gehrig, Hank Aaron, Jackie Robinson... The auction house taking care of everything said the man preserved this collection is now worth millions of that dollars. That is
2: my dream. You know that I am an avid pretend baseball card collector. Mm-hmm. Because I can't afford any of the cards that I want, like the 1952 Topps rookie Mickey Mantle baseball card yeah, yeah. or the Honus Wagner. Oh, <laughs> that's my dream. Well, they're going to go for auction. Maybe you can... I don't got that kind of cash. You just want to find them. Yeah, I want to find them someone. Mm-hmm. I'm always when I go to estate sales, that's like, all right, cool. Do you have a Honus Wagner baseball card around here? Anyway.
3: Well, Benadryl is trending on Twitter after it was suggested that you do not use it as a sleep aid or to tra- treat anxiety as those aren't its intended treatments. And people are worried it will become harder to get to treat their anxiety if the abuse continues.
2: Benad- what is Benadryl for then? If it's not for anxiety or sleeping, it's for allergies. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's
0: Jordan Silver and friends from six to nine on the buzz.
2: I mean, that band is a perfect example of this January to June challenge. In January, My Chemical Romance had tour dates, and in June, they uh, nobody got to see that tour because it was canceled because mm-hmm. of COVID. What are some things on your list of ways that you have changed, the better or the worst? Well, in January, I had a tiny little baby, and in June, I have an almost walking toddler. Yes, and you haven't killed her yet. No, That is correct, Jordan. That's a positive right there. Very positive. Good job. In
3: January, I was unemployed. I'm sorry about that. And in June, I have a have job. job.
2: Yeah, that's Yay. right. We are here together, you oh, and yeah. me.
3: In January, I had never interviewed a musician. Okay. In June, I interviewed a little hurt a little while ago. And he
2: will never forget that interview until he dies. That was weird.
3: And in January, my brother hadn't paid rent in a while, and by June, my brother has paid four consecutive months of rent. Did you break his knees? Luckily, I haven't had to physically harm him yet. Okay. But I'm. I guess technically I'm still waiting for June. Okay. Mm. It's the end of June. Damn. Well, those are positives. Yeah, pretty good. Leave it on a good note for the most part.
2: Yeah. halfway through the year. Mine are not all good, I don't think. What are yours? Like, in January, I just loved the Chiefs. Right? Oh, because we were going to the SB, and we won it, actually. Yes, yes. and in June, we are the proud winners of the Super Bowl.
3: Oh, that, that's a good feeling, even though we have to deal with
2: this. It doesn't feel like it happened in this century, right?
3: No, it feels like it was
2: seasons ago, but it was mere months. It Yeah, the, the parade, watching the game, the power and light. God, in January, I... Had blue hair, remember? Dyed my hair blue? Oh, yeah, because you wanted to... I don't want to be like Stacey Moody. Okay. I wanted to dye my hair blue. Anyway. It it was beautiful. It was beautiful for a while. I just realized that I really can't do that anymore, Mm -hmm. so I let it grow out. And then after months and months and months of not getting a haircut, I got gray hair. Mm -hmm. And now it's blonde again. Because that's what you do when you don't want to age at all. Let's see. In... In January, I was going to shows, concerts. Like the
3: exclusive glass animals that we got into. People were wanting to get in.
2: Yep. And in June now, I even have forgotten all the names of the venues because we haven't gone to any venues in a very long time. I couldn't even name one. The Truman. Now I'm done. In January, I had a job. And then all that stuff happened, and I was like, "Oh God, are we going to keep this job? Of course they're going to get rid of entertainment first. Of course they're going to get rid of radio. Who needs radio?" Oh, oh! At this moment, we still have a job, but that's always we're walking a tightrope with that. Oh yeah. In January, I got back into music. Like I got my drum set and stuff. Yeah, you
3: you got the electric uh, electric drum set. Is that what it was? Yeah. Starting to practice that. You posted those videos that people were. Raving about!
2: It. I got hit up so much because of my drumming videos. I was like, "Why did I ever get into radio? If girls like drumming videos, hmm. should have done a different path." In January, I met my future wife, but she has no idea. Wait, still in what? In June, she still has no idea. Who's your future wife? I'm not talking about that on the radio right now. I'm just telling you that that is an underlining story of my life. Oh my! We're just gonna. Yeah, we're gonna skip past, past that? that, but it's a thing. She has no idea. In January, I hadn't
3: worn a dress in nineteen years. And because of some words that I have said, you're going to be wearing for Miss Daisy Bouquets, driving Miss Daisy drag show. Exactly. That, I have to wear drag. That's going to be amazing.
2: No, God. Yesterday, my dress—the top part of it—is is very, very thin <laughs> straps. You put on the dress again? Yes, of course. I've got to like get into character, <laughs> fool. I got to get into Slayer Swift. Yeah. Anyway. Yesterday, I realized that I need to. I need a bra. Oh, I need yeah. a bra. For support? Yes, for anything, so that it's not so awful when I perform, but I, it's not going to be one of those regular bra that I would even. Talk about. In January, I had the best neighbors in the entire world. They were nice and
3: quiet. You knew them. They stayed to themselves. And now they're
2: leaving. It's the worst news
3: in the world. You have no idea who could go and they could pump their base at all hours ah, of the
2: night. There will be a massacre downtown. Mm. Oh, that's what I love about my neighbors. They're so quiet. I love them. <laughs> they had to tell me on my birthday, too, that they were leaving. It was the <laughs> worst birthday present ever. Jeez. What else happened? Uh, I don't know, Good. I just can't stop thinking about lab Neighbors now. We did get to go to this show. What was the name of the venue we saw this band at? The Riot Room. No, it was Record Bar. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends on the Buzz.
2: I've got something for us to do on Wednesday, Chris. What's that? This is in probably right next to my skydiving video as far as like shameful things that I've done. Really? Yeah. You're going to share that? Yes. Yes. Wednesday, we used to do Mortified. And one day when we get the whole show back, we will Mm -hmm. again. But I was going through some stuff this past weekend. And I realized that I, when I was 18, was, and we've talked about this before, I catfished someone. And I was pretending to be a boy because I had no idea that I was gay. Yeah. Well, I found a letter that she wrote me. Yeah? At that time? Yep. And I don't know if this is going to go anywhere or not, but I forgot that she lived in Kansas City, Missouri. What? I know. She might be here. I know. <gasps> oh! Gonna- I know. This is 20 years ago. We- I was catfishing this girl. <gasps> Are we going to try to find her? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my.
3: This is incredible.
2: I need to do a little bit of searching from some stuff in my like hard drives that I would have usernames and stuff with. But oh, yeah, my. yeah. I about had a heart attack when I was going through some old papers and trying to clean my house, mm-hmm. and I saw a letter from her, and the return address was Kansas <laughs> City, yes. Missouri. Oh, man. This is going to be spectacular. I never came clean with that girl either. What? Right. We just kind of oh, stopped talking. you never... Talking.
3: Whoa. I know. This is real that deep. That adds to it. I thought real maybe deep. you were friends and you just moved away, but N- no. no. No, no, no.
2: She had no idea that, first off, I was a girl. God. So, so it, it is possible
3: that she is listening right now and is some stirring motions in her brain?
2: Yeah. If you were catfished by somebody who lived in Maine, that was not. But she didn't know. She didn't know. If you had a correspondence with somebody that you met on the internet that lived in Maine, God, this is the. This can't end well, and I feel of like of course it's not going to end well. These are the things that these are the things that you don't bring back up in life. You kind of just you think about them every now and then when you're in the shower. You're like, yeah. ooh, yeah, that was real stupid, and then you move on. But we do radio, and our job here is to make people laugh, no matter how shameful it is.
3: So at the beginning of the true crime episode, it would be like...
2: I didn't kill her.
3: Jordan Silver found out that her ex-lover was from the city she currently
2: resides in. Yeah, except for, again, it wasn't me. I was catfishing her as a dude because I didn't know that I was gay. Oh, I, I, this, this can only end poorly, so right. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Real support system. Thanks, Chris.
0: Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?